Alrighty, shocker, we are back and not dead. I am joined by Jake once again. Woohoo, we made it. Um, we We're are, live. Yeah, we both had to take a bit of a hiatus between him on vacation, me on vacation, a test for work that uh, resulted in more money than this podcast generates. <laughs> <laughs> but we're finally back. Yay. Um, so, what have you been up to since we were last year? I did a work trip. That was my vacation. It wasn't actually a vacation. They duped me. It was for work. Um, yeah, I, I went out to Lake Tahoe, uh, Nevada, California. Beautiful place. Uh, learned a lot of fun facts about the lake. It's also a very dangerous lake. Uh, if you're ever out there, uh, don't get, jump off your boat unless someone else is on the boat. Because it'll sail away and you will sink down to 300 feet. And if somebody invites you to the dance floor, make sure it is not a specter or a ghost. Yes, the dance floor is that 300-foot level I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, they have they call it that because things suspend there, right? Yep, it's like an inverse, inversion of like buoyancy. So you just kind of bob around down there for the rest of eternity. Hooray, hooray. Uh, it's also why the lake stays kind of cold in the summer but never freezes in the winter that inversion for some reason is due to it being 39 degrees celsius down there oh so it can just it net will always the pressure will always keep it at a particular heat i guess yep 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 that's kind of sick science 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 um so we basically have no material this is just kind of the first time we've been able to get back together in a while yeah um we did see a movie we did um, we've watched some tv and we've watched a lot of TV since we last were on here. So where do you want to start? Do we start with trailers or anything like that? Do you know of any trailers? Hell no. Okay, good. I don't either. <laughs> I, Double fuck there. I think if I... Oh, I how, how long are we in this? Only two minutes of shit. I have <laughs> seen... So I, let's talk about things that we've heard about coming out at least then. Because I've heard really good things about Nope. Yep, same I've, here. I've heard that it's slightly worse than Us. Did you see Jordan Peele's response to the guy who tweeted, can we just already go ahead and say that Jordan Peele's the best horror director of all time? No, but I'm going to guess that it had something to do with him saying that uh, Nope is not a horror movie. He said, please just back away from the phone now. <laughs> Interesting. He was just like, I'm basically just saying, I'm not. Like, yeah. you, calm, I appreci- calm down. Yeah, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Yeah. Go outside, touch grass. Yes. Uh he, uh, yeah, because especially the first thing I'm reading when somebody says, can we talk about Jordan Peele being the best horror director of all time? Whether or not his movies are horror or not, whatever he wants to classify them as, they do fit kind of into the horror genre. Yeah, I, I guess I, I heard uh, Nope is more of a, a thriller with like a one horror-ish, excuse me, scene like mm-hmm. in the first half. But that's all I've What heard. is really the difference between a thriller and a horror? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I I, I've know. seen this. I've seen the same argument. That's the only reason I bring it up. Yeah. Um, thrillers more suspense, and horror makes you feel fear. Yes, I mean that definitely is probably what the textbook thing is. But I do like yeah cross conflate them all the time. Oh, for sure. But to me, if you're like Jordan Peele, greatest horror director ever, I'm like every movie's been rated worse than they're all great, but it is a declining trend. Yeah, like all three of his movies are like ninety three, eighty eight. 84. Right. Like, I need, I need to see an upswing in order to yeah, say greatest. You got to spin this around a little bit. <laughs> Although, I mean, he 
he's still putting out bangers. Yes. No, and that like like I prefaced that with yeah. um you know, all of his movies are great, just we are not trending in a forward direction. No, I, I would agree there. At least review wise. Yeah. Um what else has been going on? Uh that trailer for Amsterdam that were you, had you made it to the theater yet? I was with you, but I missed all the trailers because okay. I was late. So there's a trailer for a new movie called Amsterdam with a fairly new director um, that's got like Rami Malek, Christian Bale, um, other people that are famous whose names I'm drawing a blank on because I have I'm no notes. Christian Bale, Taylor Swift, Margot Robbie, Michael B. Jordan, Chris Rock, John David Washington, Anya Taylor-Joy, Robert... This is a big... it's, a, it's a stacked list. Yeah. I'm pretty Mike ex- Myers is in it? Yeah. Ooh, Timothy Oliphant. Nice. I'm thinking, do you think that um Zoe Saldana. That Rian Johnson with Knives Out kind of rebooted the whodunit genre? A little bit. Yeah. Cause I this is like one of like three trailers that I've heard about, and I can't think of what the other two are. This one's called Amsterdam. Yeah. I don't remember if I said that. Um yeah. But I've there's like two other, and then on top of that, there's the um Knives Out 2 coming out. Mm. But, like, kind of a lot of whodunit trailers, considering there hasn't been a whodunit in, like, three years. Well, I mean, the they're not Agatha Christie. What are those? Death, murder, on, the, Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, those yeah. came out, I want to say, right after or right around the first one. Murder I think on right Orient around Express. for sure. Um, Glass Onion is the sequel to a Knives Out. I like that. Glass Onion at Knives Out Mystery. That's fun. I'm, here for I'm that. nervous that it's coming direct to Netflix. Not, uh, it's distributed by Netflix. It might be. Well, just I, I'm nervous that it's going to have the Netflix sheen because yeah. one of the coolest things about Knives Out was they used all sorts of math to figure out how to make the cameras look like they were shooting in film using digital cameras. Because when you shoot in film, yeah. you have to have incredibly bright sets in order for them to look averagely bright. Right. That's that's why there's a long stretch of movie cinema where you're like, why are all the actors sweating? Yeah. It's cause, What's going on? It's because the stage lights are so damn bright, and it just looks like it's a normal thing for us, and that's why we all go, why are they sweating so much? Right. film needs an incredible amount of exposure. That makes sense. So that's why they were like, we have to figure out a way to make it look like it's film, but not use film because we can't brighten up this house to the degree that we and film's just not cost effective. Yeah, not anymore. I wish that filter just existed for everyday use, but I think it's like a lot of post work too. Yeah, it seems right. Yeah. Although it feels like I mean, I guess every all the lighting is gonna be different on every set, so you probably can't just come out with a with like here's a, base the, filter. a base filter. Yeah, there's probably a base map that and does a pretty good from job. There. Yeah. yeah, that's that sounds about right. Um, speaking of Netflix, though, they lost nine hundred seventy. Nine hundred seventy thousand subscribers in Q two. That's one million. That's just by million. a different name. They uh, they're forecasting that they're going to gain a million subs during Q three, and I think they're wrong. I think they're. I want their glasses because I would love to see the world through those eyes for mm. just a little bit. It's from the eyes of we were on top and we've been on top. There's no way we're going to fall down from being on top. And Blockbuster is just like the Sarlacc pit. It's just, it's just laughing. Just, Come to me. Yeah, that one. That one Alaska, uh, I almost called it Sarlacc, one Alaska blockbuster is just out there. Oh, yeah, I forgot there's still one left, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there's one left. Yep. Um, 
So we've got the whodunits. Uh, did Lightyear has Lightyear done well? Not really. Very bad. Yeah, Meta. Oh, I'm I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet if me and you go to it, we'll find it to be a very good movie and property. I think I'm willing to bet just on a blind. I haven't heard anything about it. Literally, just had to ask Jake that there's a huge portion of the audience that got swept up in the controversy. What controversy? That it had the first gay oh, kiss or something it's in it. Such a nothing burger. Yeah, and that that scene I did see online. It's done in such a way that Disney can easily just snip, and it's fine for national audiences. Right. Which is so shitty. Well, and like I'm thinking. That kind of probably turned a bunch of people off from showing up to it. Then you probably have a huge contingent of people that are like, this isn't my Buzz Lightyear. My Buzz Lightyear's a toy. Yeah. I, I think that is part of it. And I think it, it boiled down to, we can watch it because it's going to be on Disney Plus on August 3rd. All right. So it's coming That's soon. not too far. But uh, what I heard was it doesn't justify itself in any way. It doesn't bring anything new. It doesn't really dive into the characters at all. Uh, it doesn't give you much other than, okay, I guess this is a thing, but it doesn't tie into what we already knew. So is this in this universe? What is it? I don't understand. Tell me which so, one of those things that the Martian does, but we all raved about that. That's, uh, yeah, fair. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, it's not in its we, own universe. Though. Right. I, I know, but I mean, like, yeah. it, if you're viewing the it Martian, as like a, I think that justifies its existence. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good book, and yeah. it's a, it was made into a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, it's not like we have this massive Martian mythos. Right. Like, right, right, I think right, people right. probably, well, like today's feature, came in with probably too heated expectations. Yes, I would agree. I, I think a lot, yeah, a lot of people will get swept up in everything's bad right now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of things do suck right now. Yeah, a lot of things are not the yeah. best right now. As long as we're... Sorry, my door made a cracking noise. Mm, they're going to get us... They Bobby hate our Duke. takes. Bowduck. Uh Powerpuff Girls are getting rebooted, speaking on children's stuff. Live action? Uh, no, thankfully not this time. Because uh, CW tried to do that, and oh. it was so garbage, they just canceled it. I couldn't remember if that one ever made it to the live no, day. No, it sure didn't. I think that had to do with uh, CW parent companies doing stuff and being like, no, nah, we're, we're cutting the budget on some of this mm-hmm. garbage. CW parent companies finally checking the books after 20 years and going, you haven't made money for 17 of them. They made pretty good money early on. Early on. Yeah. Smallville era. Yeah. Smallville early Arrowverse mm-hmm. was making good money. Uh, but then they they made some weird choices and now it's not doing it's as se- well. It was like 17 years, right? Like it's So it was uh, Warner Brothers and Comcast? No. Because the... The C and the W were from letters of the parent company. That's where it came from originally. Oh. It was two. Yeah, oh no, Tom. CBS. It was CBS and Warner Brothers. So okay. whoever, I think CBS is owned by uh, Paramount. But okay, those two. You had like WB was mm-hmm. a channel at one point. CBS and Warner Brothers merged to make the CW uh, as their kind of oh, Miss WB Kids as a kid. Oh that, yeah, well, that was a goat channel. WB Kids was fantastic. That's where I got all my. Interest in Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, someone did a retrospective recently. It was pretty good. I mm-hmm. think it's nerdstalgic. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, they had a good little retrospective on it. Kind of gave some understanding of yeah, they made some money, and then and they, they stopped didn't. making it. Yep. 
Then they went, who and wants now that? They're really not. They, you know what it was? They had a, they were one of the first companies to make a deal with Netflix to put all their shows up there. So they were getting money from Netflix. Oh, so they might not have the high watch at the time ratings wise, but they were getting, but paid they were by getting Netflix that like steadily that red money. Yeah. But now both Warner brothers and CBS Paramount have their own, uh, streaming services. So that Netflix thing doesn't, Generate they're, revenue like yeah, they're going to cut it out now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be weird. R.I.P. and P.C.W. I see a cancellation of a network. Yeah, it's. I see. It. Does G Four buy it? <laughs> no, G Four. G Four is like, thank you, Comcast, for giving us any amount of money. We're happy to be online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you was, can you can watch it on TV. It's it's uh, pay per view, I think, or not pay per view. Uh, VOD, video on demand. Nice. Yeah, like you can go on YouTube TV and, and pull it up there. Is it VOD or PVOD, do you know? I don't think you have to pay for it. Okay. I was going to say, if that's PVOD, no. I, I, like it's good. It's, it's not, not that It's good. not, yeah. No, you could watch it on YouTube or Twitch at that point, and it's not paid for there. Yeah. And there's, well, if you if you pay for YouTube, there's no ads. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about to jump on that train. Yeah. It's getting out of hand. It's a good train. I, I like had train. Uh, three ads that were unskippable that were. Fuck that. Yeah, I was like, I'm. Might be done here. Yeesh. I, I will cut out YouTube. Like, because I'm an Internet 1.0 guy, I, re- I know what the dial tone sounds like. <laughs> yeah, you know what the fax machine is. Mm-hmm. That I'm almost like, I would ra- I almost would rather just not use a video streaming platform at all and just give that up out of retaliation. <laughs> For having to deal with ads? Yeah. Yeah, but there's so much content. I know. Content, content, content. I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just, you know, it, it's just tough because you look at what the historical internet looked like. Oh, God. Yeah. And you're just like, God, it's so, like, it used to kind of just be an escapism thing and a shopping thing. Yeah. And now it's a let's cram as much content. Yeah. Whether that's content you're trying to get to or content that they're cramming down your throat before you get to what you're trying to watch that you're like. Jesus Christ, it's a chore to even enjoy what my enjoyment. Yeah. It it was the Wild West and now it's a suburb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turning into a major city. Mm-hmm. And I'm a uh, capitalist, so I'll probably just pay for the yeah. premium. Because that's how it works. Yeah. Just not happy about it. That's fair. That's why I dropped uh Hulu. I wasn't I wasn't happy about having to pay to not watch ads. On a service I was already paying for. So how are you, you going to feel about bastards? Ne- uh, yeah, how are you going to feel about when Netflix? I'll drop them. Drop them like a I don't know. Drop them like it's hot. <laughs> I I don't watch enough Netflix to justify. I you know that's kind of what I've run into. My thought process that I've run into is I'm like I should get rid of this one. I don't watch it a whole lot. I should yeah. get rid of this one. I don't watch it a whole lot. I realized I don't watch any of them a whole lot. Yeah, I watch them all a little. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> it's all spread out now. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that people watched only a little. I'm glad you went that way instead of things that are spread out. <laughs> <laughs> well, things that are a stretch, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Sony execs say that Venom 2 is what really paved the way for Top Gun 2's success. They believe that uh, it's not Top Gun 2 just being a good movie on its own. So wait... Or being a beloved franchise. Sony is saying that about a Paramount property. Yes. Sony's saying, we did it. <laughs> You're welcome, Paramount. The 
fucking stones on those guys. You know what? Mad, I, I'm not even mad. Mad respect to you. You know what I think no. they should do? No. Yeah, what delusional fucking window are you looking at? Go be insane. I want to see what <laughs> movies get greenlit out of that kind of judgment. None. None <laughs> will is the problem. Yeah. Morbin 3. Morbin time. Oh, God. Yeah, the, the quote is, there's so much press about Top Gun right now. It's like the movie business is back. In a weird way, I saw Top Gun is benefiting from us taking our shot. Venom is the start of the story that allows Top Gun to do the kind of business it did. These things don't happen overnight. It's a seeding. Buddy. Sanford Panich, Sony Pictures. You know Co-president, what, wow. You know what this is? What? I might catch some flack for this reference. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is We just we just got back. <laughs> This is the end of World War II. Not saying you lost the war. Oh, where's this going to go? Where's this going to go? Japan not saying we lost the war. Mm. Just saying that it's not developed to our expectations and are therefore withdrawing from conflict. Ah, (laughs) interesting take there. Like, this is the... They are... Ever since 45, they've just been spin zone experts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, fair, but oh, no. I mean, <laughs> do I keep going with this? Bit? No, you don't. Uh, I'm going to pivot off and go ahead and say that Tom Cruise is expected to make $100 million plus from Top Gun Maverick alone. He should. I agree. He's, yeah. It, that's going to give us Top Gun Maverick 3, and that's going to give us Mission Impossible fallouts until the man's legs fall off. Well, there's only two more Mission Impossibles left. And the, well, that's that's what they're going with. <laughs> we got this one in ten or whatever. And that's yeah. what they're going to end. Well, with. this is going to be part one and then part two, and that should, right. that's supposed to be the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bet. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, chapter one ends. Yeah, saga one. Phase oh. one's over. Exactly. Mission Impossible: The Next Generation. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind a Mission Impossible two one, like <laughs> where Tom Cruise is the director. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I but I, I just want, to want s- you to read. Say the title again. This isn't Neon Genesis Evangelion. People aren't going to go for the weird numbering here. <laughs> two, one. Two, one. Fallout. What the upo- fuck? Fallout twice upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, because here's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Is I'm picturing a grumpy, backbroken Tom Cruise. Yeah. Professor Xavier-ing around. Absolutely. Have him be the mentor guy for once. Yeah. In the fat suit from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> and grouchy because he's handicap that'd be pretty great <laughs> actually just basically i'm kind of from tropic thunder <laughs> <laughs> he's the man in the chair but he's just angry and upset and fat <laughs> and oh yeah that'd be great into the movie you realize he's not crippled and he stands up and he's got the fake ass from valkyrie <laughs> he rips off the fake fat suit <laughs> but the mass but is, the still ass there. is real <laughs> It's uh, like the uh, the TikToks, the Instagrams now. That, that guy walking past a. It reminds me of Nick Nick a lot, but oh yes, the yes, group yes, of yes, guys. Yes. The one guy walks past just, just like double cheeked up on a Tuesday, just an absolute dump truck. Absolutely, <laughs> God. Uh, that man, that man is missing from the job site. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I've got a couple other things here. Oh. Uh, going back to streaming services, Resident Evil came out on Netflix. Yes, I've seen the first two episodes. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Because I've heard most people stopped 
after that. I d- yeah, it, it's not super engaging, but I'm going to like fight through because God forbid I've I've watched 150 episodes of a show that I thought was average. I'll be damned if I can't get through. Damn if you quit now. <laughs> yeah. Um I it's literally you know what it is? It's a show I threw on in the background yeah. while watching another show. I can't laugh too hard because I do it a lot with YouTube and watching a show on TV. Yeah. Or YouTube and YouTube. It's so Wesker is like a researcher yeah. and like it's th- it, it really shovels a lot of the Resident Evil lore on its head, I think. Yeah. And I just I'm really tired of rebooted IPs doing this complete flip overhaul, changing char- historical characters and stuff. Because yeah. and it's not because I don't want to be inclusive. It's because I don't want to fucking relearn all the lore. <laughs> well, they did the uh, the lore accurate one like a year ago as a movie on Netflix, I think, mm-hmm. and it was also garbage. I didn't even know that. Exactly. <laughs> They released it, and it was just well, a bad movie. And, like, they're not great movies anyway, but I feed me the slop. I, I'm those not... are at least fun. I mean, they put one out that was just not fun and not good. Animated or no, live action? live action. Oh, I don't even know what this is. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It was that bad. It got buried. I'm um, trying to – so if you look at, like, the historical Resident Evil movies, like the first, like, five, they are um, – they star uh, Mila Jov- Jovovich – yeah, and her husband's the director. Yeah, uh, Paul, so Paul W. S. Anderson. Yes, who is not Wes Anderson. Yeah, no, and those no are different people, no relation, which a lot of people mix up. There was somebody, a big name actor, took a role in one of those movies, thinking it was Wes Anderson. Oh, yikes! Yeah, so that's like, yeah, so like, Resident Evil. Welcome, welcome to, to Raccoon, Raccoon City. City. Yeah, this looks. This looks like Doom Annihilation. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. The only movie I've ever had to turn off. Oh, my God. This looks bad. Yeah, it's not great. It didn't do great. And it's got uh, Ackles' brother? Does it? The guy who played um, Ray. Robbie Amell. Yeah. Oh. No, not... Um, you said Ackles. You I did say Steven Ackles. Amell? I meant Stephen Amell. Yeah. Um... I knew there were relations. Not that Robbie Amell is a bad sign for a movie. And Tom Hopper. He's not uh, a great sign sometimes. He's, this this has got like a lot of people who are B+. Plus. Yeah, it, it feels like a this is going to be our big break. Oh, no, the movie's terrible. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, just a dagger all around. No, uh, and like... Resident Evil's not bad. Ooh, Jesus. It's getting panned, though. 3.7 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard people just are not... I, I heard the issue that a lot of people are having is the uh, half of an episode is in present day and half, half an, episode an episode is in... An apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I don't care about what's happening in the present day now. I want to go back to the apocalypse. I actually kind of have been the opposite. Okay. Just I haven't because, watched, so Well, you know, here's why. Is like... That's also not great that the present day boring stuff is, is more, more compelling well, than the apocalypse because it's like po- it's political and they're trying to get okay. the, they're trying to get the drug released right. and like it's got like more it, it truly has more compelling beats. The daughters suck <laughs> so bad. Oh no, one like they won't. It's you know what it is. It is a show that I bitch about this trope all the time. 
talk to people. Yeah. It is so much tension because she goes, I'm a freak and I'm not going to tell anybody. She won't. I'm going to yell at my, I'm going to yell at my sister and my dad and not even ask them why they're doing the things they're doing. And when they try to explain it to me, I'm going to storm out of the room. I'm like, I would, if I was, if I was in the character universe and saw the future and saw the apocalypse they were about to generate because they wouldn't talk, I'd bash both their heads in. (laughs) And I'd save the human race. So it's, it's a worse CW show. It really is. In it's, that sense. It actually, CW shows are all about... You've got me coming around on that 3.7 without even watching. <laughs> um, it's got a little bit of the CW shine, too. It's a little yeah. too clean. Mm, yeah. I, even even in the apocalypse, where it's, like, dirty, Yeah. it's almost, like, dirty in, like, an old Fallout game where the textures are too flat. Right. And it's, like, it's... I know yeah. you want me to think it's dirty, but I know but that, that I know that's where just, that wall ends yeah. is flat. <laughs> like, mm. get a little bit of that going on. Okay. Yeah. You you can see the edge. The map has not rendered in a lot of oh, the no. uh, CGI. Ugh. Like, they drive into a wall, and you can tell it's just black. Like, it's just a black curtain behind the wall at one point. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, that's really bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I heard, like, they're they're kind of good at getting you to go to the next episode because they put something crazy at the end. Like yeah, to push you it, over. It like does have that good beat, repeat, repeat hook. beat. Yeah. yeah. Like the the one I heard is the end of the first episode. Someone falls off a building into like in the apocalypse world into some zombies or something. Yep. It's like, whoa, what's going to happen to them? They land. They land. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's what it is. No. The consequences seem very low. Yeah. I heard... Uh, all of it kind of pops off at the end, though. I will get there eventually. Yeah. Through sheer power of will. It sounds like what a lot of shows are doing. A lot of Disney Plus, in my opinion, are doing. They're filming a movie, and they're cutting into bits. They're, they're I mean, obviously making some I don't some, know some why. Why are, why are these companies not doing part one and part two and cutting down the plot line? It's because they want to get eyes on it. Yeah. But here's the other issue I have. If you only have two hours of good story... Shoot two hours of good story. Consolidate your, yeah. you know, and they do these episodes. You know, ten hours, and people binge them. Don't get me yeah. wrong. There's a large contingent of people that binge them. If you're gonna do the episodes, do a weekly release and keep your name in the headlines. Exactly. You know, like instead of, I mean, I guess in this case that'd be bad because it'd be like Resident Evil is garbage. Any any garbage. press is decent press. Because at least then people are talking about it. Now they're just saying, hey, this is super average. Nobody bother watching it. Right. And now nobody's watching this 10-hour Herculean effort to get through. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But imagine if they did two hours and broke it up into two episodes. Yeah. I mean... You had... Imagine, do one full straight hour of all present day. Yeah. And then time skip on the second part. That should... Yeah. If they're going to do this... From someone who hasn't watched the show but has heard a lot about it, do a season in present day with the ending being, oh, we're in the apocalypse now. Yeah. And then a season in the apocalypse. Or a first half and a second half of a season like well, that. And what they're trying to do is, like, they're doing that thing where they briefly introduce you to character. Like, in the apocalypse, you're like, oh, that's her friend. I wonder yeah. how they met. And then you briefly see him in the background of some shots. And I'm Ugh. like, they're going to drag their ass on getting him into the plot line so they yeah. can do it just right, but they're <laughs> never going to do it right. No, not at all. Um, I do like the guy who plays Wesker, though. He's yeah, he's I, an intimidating individual. 
the trailers I saw for him, it's uh, Lance Reddick. Oh, yeah, yes. oh, he's great. Love he's Lance, Lance Reddick. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the thing I was going to say about people filming a movie uh, instead of like a TV show or whatever, that was a quote from Eric Kripke, who does The Boys. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. like, all these people are making shows, and they're not compelling until the very end. Because mm-hmm. they're not filming a TV show, they're filming a movie. Yeah. Why don't you film a TV show where you got to co- like? Yeah, because Kripke does an excellent job of yeah. keeping you on the hook every single week. Absolutely, and there's even, a even when Supernatural week. jumps the shark. Yeah. Like, well, he, he left after season five, so it was the sh- shark jumps, not him. I thought he went was a lot longer than that. No, he he was sto- uh, showrunner, I guess, seasons one through five. He might have been a consultant well, or something. So but, that. Yeah. That show, I think, end of season five is when Sam gets put in the cage, right? Yep. That was supposed to be the end of the show. Yeah, they beat the they beat the devil, and mm-hmm. Sam goes in the cage. Yep. Yeah. That was supposed to be the end of the whole thing. Sure was, and the network network was like, and this thing makes a lot of money. In my mind, it is. Yeah. Honestly, in like twenty twenty hindsight, that is kind of where I mentally cut the show off. Yeah. It it, it definitely jumps the shark after that. Mm-hmm. The season of dick jokes, uh, definitely. <laughs> The Leviathans. Yeah. Season seven is woof. Um, There's fun stuff in there. It's a good I, time. You know, think about this. It went mm-hmm. 10 more seasons after Dick Joke season. It went eight more seasons after. Because it was 15 seasons. I thought it was 17. I think it's 15. A quick Google will determine which of us was correct, and it will be Q because he watched this show more than me. I didn't watch all of them. Uh, they lost me at the end. <laughs> I, I came back a few times, but yeah, 15. 15. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. It's, that's a long time to be on TV. Mm-hmm. I, you know, speaking of our good boy Jensen Ackles in Supernatural and Eric Kripke of The Boys, The Boys. The Boys. <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So good. Take lessons, everybody, who is making a movie instead of TV shows because yeah. this motherfucker figured out the formula and it gets my ass in the seat every single week. And Yeah. Disney, look at this. <laughs> You don't the, have to be so bloody and violent, but the comics are not that good to yeah. me. Like they they present intriguing storylines, but they're not good. Yeah, the I think that's common consensus at this point. People are just like the show is much better. Yeah, the comics have some interesting stuff, but it's generally uh, here's superhero that is kind of like the one you know, but he's a degenerate. And Kripke does an excellent job of going. You know what? I get the general, I, the gist of what the comics are going for. Let me make it better. Yeah. Let, let me make it something people are going to come back to every time. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's just fantastic. This season. We have we we've already yeah. touched on some of the first portion of this, yeah, right? The, I think our last episode we talked about episodes one through three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you know how, how we were feeling there. It only got better from there, in my opinion. It did. Uh, this is going to be. We're going to talk some spoilers on this. So jump ahead if you haven't gotten through it. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I you know, Herogasm lived up to the hype, uh, I, for different reasons in my opinion. Yeah, they hyped yeah, it up as they hyped it up as the sexy mo- whatever, right? Gross sex stuff. But I think it fell short of what they were trying to get in our heads for that. Yeah. But I think it did an excellent job of just being a good episode. I think it was a little bit of a bait and switch. I think they knew it was going to be like that, and they did it on purpose. Well, no shit, they saw it. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe they, they also could have just filmed a bunch of stuff that, like, was real raunchy, and the network was like, no, we, we can't put there, that out. There were apparently big chunks of Jensen Ackles 
that, did, that's the episode that he like said, oh, yeah. I can't be on screen with that. Yeah, I did hear that as well, which, fair. Yeah, he, the, there's he, written portions that were never filmed. Yeah, where he was just like, I am a family man. I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We are really. Please don't make me do that. We're finding questionable places to write, draw that line. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Jensen, buddy, I'm in your corner, but man, we might need to uh, just let's loosen those morals. <laughs> let's loosen those morals because you certainly already have. <laughs> oh no. I mean, they have him beating Noir just senseless. Yeah, yeah. It's but that was in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got away he with just, it. He just did the voiceover for it. I want to see Jensen Ackles voiceover as Red Hood some more. Yeah. I enjoyed him in that role. Well, they got him as Batman. In which? Uh, new one coming out. I uh, will look it up. Oh, is he going to be Batman in that new 52 universe of movies that I've uh, only seen one of? N- no. Where the art style is not nearly as good as the 24 mega movie thing. Oh. I, I do have something on that as well. Um, Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. And two, I would assume he would stay for the second part too. I would assume so as well. It would be a great twist if he did not. That would be quite the twist if he did not. Um, um, DC not doing Phantom this year. Really? Yeah, they're going back to Comic Con. You know what? It's probably for the best because I think they don't have a lot coming out other than uh, Black well, Adam, The Flash, yeah, and Aquaman. Well, they've got too. a bunch of video games and stuff like yeah. Well, they've got a bunch of things they announced last year that are still exactly. in progress. Um, no, nah, I mean, I agree. I, I like this return to Comic-Con because it is kind of a status quo for the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the whole point was we're doing a virtual event. So, like, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Everything tracks, but it's going to be good to see everybody back in Hall H, which is that big right. hall that everybody sits on the panel, and that's where most of yeah. all the um, Comic-Con um, clips come from. All the big announcements. It, yeah. yeah. If you know what, if you know Comic Con and you've seen ever seen a clip where it's the background of the actors is plastered in white and yellow posters, that's Hall H. Yep. 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 Uh, and Marvel's rented it out for like six hours one day. Jeez. Yeah. Well, uh, Disney, I think. But uh, yeah, that also th- makes sense. They'll sh- do. Well, they did Star Wars stuff already on their own thing. Yeah, I think they're gonna do Star Wars, Marvel, and like a full Phase Four blueprint. Yeah. Uh, they need to do that. Yeah, God. drop we'll, some trailers. We'll talk about that later. But uh, also, Star Disney, all your trailers have leaked from your Star Wars thing. Just drop the damn trailers now. <laughs> I don't want to watch the blurry version. Give me the real version. It's Anyways. blurry to hide the bad CGI. <sighs> yeah, a little bit probably. Um, I was gonna. Uh, we were talking about the DC animated thing. They have a pro epilogue to okay. that. That big twenty four thing, yeah, it's in the bad art style, but it's a John Constantine House of Mystery, or whatever. Okay, it's a direct follow on from the end of uh, Apocalypse War. So the new fifty two movies are a continuation of post Apocalypse War. I guess so. That's kind of. Si- I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with that. If that's the universe they're going with, then yeah. I don't. I don't. I do not like the new art style. Yeah, it doesn't look good. The, it looks. It looks like the bad version of what Spider-Verse did by bringing the comics to the big screen. Like comic book art style. Yeah. It's it's like it went with like the colored pencil era and not the uh yeah. It not dipping dots, what are they called? It reminds me of um there was like an old not old. There was a Batman comic when we were not I comic. Can't remember. 
animated show when we were growing up that was like Batman the animated series? No, it was it, that was a good one. I'm talking about there was a not good one that was like I don't like the way this looks. It was too like childish. I think it was Brave and the Bold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one that one came on following Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, also the Batman where like if you look at his proportions of his face, none of it none of it makes, makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Brave and the Bold. Um Yeah, this this style doesn't look great to me. Um it's yeah, not terrible, it, it doesn't it just doesn't look as good. Yeah. It, it it was really good, and now it's like, eh. We have to signify a new direction by changing the art style, is what you it screams. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to, but they did. Yeah, they did. But you know, I will also say, while we love that art style and we're making fun of Batman's proportions not making any sense, Superman's proportions in the Apocalypse War series don't make a damn lick of sense. No. That man is almost as disproportional as, um, oh, black suit kingpin in oh. Spider Verse. Yes, I would agree with that. It's you're all chest. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's kind of <laughs> absurd, and it gets more absurd the further into the series that it goes. That's fair. They, they do. I mean, that's always how it's been, though. You look at uh, Justice League Unlimited and all that stuff, and they're just only chest, no legs. It's it's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, back to the boys, though. Yes, that was what we were talking about originally. Um, what did you think about the finale for the season? I really liked it. I think it leaves enough stuff open, uh, more stuff open than the end of season two did, which I really appreciate. Right. Um, I got to talk more into the front of the mic because I'm getting real quiet there, it looks like. Uh, so I definitely appreciate the way it ended there. Um, I think the there's definitely like kind of a slow buildup. It goes from zero to a hundred a little bit towards the end. Mm-hmm. Like the start is could have been like a mid mid season episode, but the end is like, oh hell yeah, this fight is fantastic. You got you got allegiances switching. You got you know bodily harm, blood, blood, blood. Um, yeah, you know, did did you think that the finale should have been bigger? Uh because I I've got I think I've got a hot take on this. It could have been. I mean I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the fight for what it was, and kind of like if they made it go bigger, I think it wouldn't be a satisfying ending. It would be very much of a I need another episode because what the hell is happening? I I guess if they made it go bigger, the only thing I can see happening there is they either kill off Soldier Boy. Or he goes free somehow and is still causing havoc. And it's like, oh, then the story's not wrapped up yet. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, well. What do you think? I feel like you're going to say you didn't think it was big enough. No, no. I think a lot of people wanted oh. it to be bigger. Oh, okay. And I think that it's probably a very good long-term play that it was yeah. still very good and did not escalate. Thing. Like, it escalated things, but it didn't, like, have this insane power escalation. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a power escalation. It was, uh, I, I think it. So now the next yeah. se- the next season has a better jumping off point yes. for the fact that they didn't succumb to the, we have to have a bigger, batter guy. Yes. Yeah, this season felt to me like we're going to challenge all of our main characters mentally and emotionally. Uh, 
for Billy uh, Butcher physically as well, or mm-hmm. men- more mentally there with the old brain. Well, and like I think I think if you wanted to make this, like if you wanted to dip into the power escalation, yeah. Homelander and Soldier Boy would have teamed up against the boys, and the odds would have become astronomically insurmountable. Yeah, absolutely insurmountable. And then you would have been like, well, how are they going to get out of it next time? Yeah. Is the question that wants you to ask. And the real question that all the audience would be asking is, do they think I'll buy this bullshit? They're so dead. Yeah. Like, Especially like, yeah, because you've built up the rest of the season being like, yeah, temporary V is going to kill you. Right. Well, shit, you can't take any more. And now the two biggest bads are together. We're double fucked. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm glad that they went the route that they did. I'm glad. I like Jensen Ackles, Soldier Boy. I think we'll get him again in season four. Yeah. I think it's good overall that they put him on ice for a portion of this. Um, I would agree. Yeah. I think that works out well. Uh, I'm glad he's around. He. Jensen Ackles is just too charismatic. Right? He's so hateable. Yeah. But I kind of want to get a beer with him. He's a despicable person in the show, but he's also Captain American. It's like, well, maybe he'll come around. Maybe he'll come around. I really believe that he would do it if he could. Yeah. I I, I think that he was stepping towards it at the end where they have, like, he has a little heart-to-heart with Billy uh, Butcher. Which, boy, quick callback, ruthless. To Homelander. Oh, my God. The guy yeah. battling with his psyche and ego. I wish I could have been there to raise you. So, yeah, didn't cur- turn out to be such a wuss piece of shit. <laughs> oh. It's like, but but I'm you. I know. I know. You're a disappointment. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. God. Yeah. It, it felt like uh, he's come around on, yeah, I got I got to put you down. You're, you're a disappointment here. Mm-hmm. But then he starts hitting the kid, and that's no good. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Can't they, go slapping around kids, Jensen. Well, they they want you to remember that he's not a good guy. Exactly. Even though he's sided with the good guys. The show really does want to hammer home there are no good guys. Oh, except for, for sure. Starlight and sometimes Huey. Yes. Mainly Starlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and M.M. is probably not fit to be a father. Uh, why? <laughs> the... the smashing of things whenever he gets worked up. Well, that's because he's bottling it all up. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine. He would never hurt, hit his kid. Um, I don't think he would. But I think he'd homicide a high school bully. Maybe. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, you know, I can see that. They. It is interesting where uh, Soldier Boy, M.M.'s trying to get revenge on Soldier Boy, and Butcher goes, Sorry, my revenge is more important than yours. Yes. Get fucked. Yeah. And proceeds to juice well, up. Well, to be fair, if they're thinking about it logically, if... Logically, you got to do yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you got to... M.M., we'll get yours. But we can't do yours before mine because we can't do mine if we do yours first. Yeah. It's like quests in Elden Ring. Oh, There's that a makes f- sense. couple of times where you have to collect an item because you'll never get it again. Yeah. That happened to me as well, which... Yay. I mean, the, we came back around. I know the termite got smashed, but he should have Thanos Homelander. <laughs> it would have been cool. That would have been. Or just try. <laughs> Imagine if it didn't work. Oh. Just imagine he jumps up to go there and Homelander just flexes his ass and just yep. crushes him. Yep. Right in the cheeks. Mm-hmm. That never happened, but, you know, that'd be hilarious to see. 
It would be. Um, so, watching the boys, watching that. Terminalist. Have you seen any of that? No. I haven't seen it yet. Terminalist is very good. Chris Pratt in a non-comedic role at all. No comedic beats. Yeah. It is like Jack Reacher. The Tom Cruise movies, not the slightly humorous ones with Thad. Um, I like the... I like the ones with Thad Castle. Oh, I love the ones with Thad, but Tom Cruise's were much darker. That's fair. They um, were. Yeah. And lacked almost all beats of humor. Was that in my stomach or yours? I think it was mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going through some things over here. We had a lot of wings before recording. I'm, I'm remembering, remembering that Brussels sprouts are... Brocious vegetables. Yes. Yeah. Um, Made some mistakes. <laughs> It's very, very good. It gets pretty dark. There's some pretty extreme violence. Like I've, I've heard some things. You told me some stuff, and I uh, listened to a review on it, and it sounds brutal. I'm enjoying the shit out of I, it. I will definitely dive in it. Where It's on Amazon? Amazon Prime. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's by a book series um, written by Jack Carr, mm-hmm. um, who's an ex-Navy SEAL. We're both going through it. Yep. And he's like, it's very technical and very, like, correct. Right. That, you know, the gun's got 13 bullets and. He's going to shoot 13 13 bullets, yeah. Stuff like that. And, like, the loadouts make sense, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, So I recommend getting into it. If Q winds up watching it, it might be a Patreon thing if we ever record anything for Patreon again. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's been enjoyable. Uh, yeah, anything else, or should we jump into the main? I'm fine with jumping into the main. <laughs> All right. I think I think Q's going to pop like the uh, blueberry yep. gr- girl. and I'm starting uh, to swell up like that. Willy Wonka. <laughs> um, yeah, I so, didn't really have anything else there. If uh, you oh, haven't guessed. I do have one thing. Oh, yeah, Sorry. go for it. Uh, this came out while we were at dinner. Uh, apparently, George R. Martin just going off on people on the internet. Oh, oh, is this live? Not live right now, but it was two hours ago, maybe. George R. R. Martin uh, goes off about the fucking toxic internet. Uh, the quote being, the fucking toxic internet and these podcasts. Hi, it's us. And they're out there saying that Game of Thrones Season 8 left such a bad impression. It did. That people say, oh, I'm never going to watch them again. I won't. The same. Uh, I don't trust them anymore. So, George, I just need to ask you one quick question. Is the internet and podcasters more toxic than what you have done to your own self with your diet? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, I, you know what it says to me? That tells me that was the ending. That was the actual correct ending. I think so, too. Which, which he's sucks. like, oh, they don't like it. Oh, Jesus. I, I now know why he wears a hat all the time. Yeah, he, uh, he's, got a, he's having a time. That's a tough look. He's British, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think so. Yeah, I mean, George, buddy, you know, you did a really good You did exactly what you set out to do. You know why he wrote Game of Thrones? Why? Like, part of the ethos behind it was he wanted to write a book that can never be adapted, that was too expansive to ever be adapted to the screen. Mission accomplished. You couldn't bring it all back together at the end. Oh, yeah. They did it for seven... Six, seven seasons. Six seasons. Six and a half. I'll give you a half, yeah. Cool. I, I also blame Benioff and Weiss for sure. but Benioff and Weiss dropped the ball, and they pissed off George R. R. Martin. 
they kind of had I'm guessing this was like the rough framework of exactly how it was supposed to end. Yeah. And George kind of walked out with his notes. Yeah. After uh, a confrontation with Benioff and Weiss at one point. I think they they definitely pissed him off somehow and then they rushed it at the end cuz they were like, "You know what? Fuck it. We're going to just just be do the darn with thing." What we got. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I get why he's upset though. I mean, It'd be t- it would be tough if I saw my own work get panned cr- like that. Yeah, I mean, it, but I also do a pretty good job of taking constructive criticism. I I mean, it's you had the biggest franchise in the world for like however many years. Five years, pretty much. Yeah, eight, probably eight years. Eight years. You squandered it horrendously at the end. Well, I bet you it was on eight years, and there was like a year break. So I bet you it was almost a decade. Yeah, that you had the single, that you were single handedly able to put an ass in a chair to watch a TV show, twelve million of them. Yeah, at a time. I would say it probably it really was the breadwinner for HBO. HBO for oh, it probably saved HBO. What else was HBO put out like? They had the wire, I think. Yeah, but that had—I think that had gone off the air by that point, right? Probably. Probably. Because HBO does a really good job of putting all their eggs in one basket, and it typically works. Westworld did not. Yeah. Um, Westworld season four came out. Really? I haven't even bought I, I to tell you how little I was anticipating that being good. I accidentally rewatched like t- season four. Or season two, episode like three, for like twenty minutes before realizing it wasn't just a flashback. Oh, I was like, God, they are really like going along with this. Flash- I'm on the wrong episode, and but it tells you about that show that I was like, Yeah, they do a twenty minute flashback. Yeah, to eat up the clock. That's tough. That is. Uh, I what mean, in I, the hell is that ad on the right side of your screen? That is American Horror Stories. I think haunting. This fucking Google. Stop covering all your ads with other ads. I can't read what that it, is. It's American it, Horror Stories, but it... It's like, um, not Free Guy. What's the other video game? Ready Player One, where um, Krezik, uh, the guy who plays Krezik in Rogue One, goes, yeah. we can... Krennic. Co- we can cover um, 70% of our viewers' field with ads before they start having epileptic seizures. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, The Wire, The Sopranos. Uh, I don't know if either. Of Successions has been That's since then. Barry's been since then. Yeah. Uh, Sopranos ended before Game of Thrones came out, okay. I believe. Um, they had Curb Your Enthusiasm, but that's not that type of show. That's not going to bring in everyone. Right. Uh, Eastbound and Down, but that's the same thing there. It's not going to bring in Sex in the City. But that's not that. Not the same not target same audience. Market. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It probably did save them. Mm-hmm. I won't, yeah. Save might be an aggressive them. term, yeah. but it probably bought them life. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. It bought them a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I bet that's where that money went. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. And that's why now that it's off the I, air, they transitioned shit. off of it. It was already a streaming service. That's, that's dumb of me. But it bought them HBO Max. Was it, though? Streaming services really didn't exist. HBO was streaming. It was just, you know, you got pay-per-view up. Or, sorry, it was a TV channel. It, w- it was PVOD or premium video. Yeah. Yeah. It was premium video. And they had an app early on when Game of Thrones stuff was coming out. Okay. I didn't realize yeah. that. 
Well, I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I just I don't remember when all the I need to rewatch like a history of streaming and figure out where it all began. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Anyways, back to Thor: Love and Thunder was the main event. Yes. Um. A lot of people panned that movie. A lot of people did not like it. I think a lot of people are dumb. I would agree. Uh, a lot of people have rose tinted glasses for the first two Thors. And I think it's a backlash on how quippy new Marvel is. Those ones were darker and they were Shakespearean or whatever. They were also boring. They were really boring. That, uh, even before you jump to that, to me, I think a lot of it stems from everybody expects every movie to be as big and impactful as Endgame now. That is a lot of people's issue with uh, Phase 4, whatever we're in. Yeah, they're like... Phase four feels like it's restarted. I'm like, yeah, it is. We beat the big bad evil guy, and it took three phases to get to. Yeah, there. If anything, this is the we've just finished our our marathon. We're taking a breather as we go for the next one, and I'm fine with Hell, that. But it it does feel a little, you know, without well, Captain. If you're talking about if you're talking about the beats of the first phase, yeah. Where we now only have one Avenger left from the original group. Two. Who's the second one? Hulk and Thor. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Hulk, never, Hulk never got a standalone movie. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hey, Hawkeye's not really a hero. What can I do? <laughs> shoot a bow and arrow? I can go shoot a bow and arrow. Um, also, his hearing damage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Is that a thing? That came from the TV show. God. He's wearing a hearing aid. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if anything, sure. Sure. Fine. Let's handicap the only non-super individual. <laughs> yeah. Just for probably some jokes of just being like, what was that? What'd yeah. you say? Yeah. yeah, And like, it makes sense because he probably doesn't have like superhuman resilience to all the explosions no. and stuff he hears. But it is just kind of like. Shit blowing up left, right, and center around him. I'm yeah. sure he's got bad hearing. For sure. Anyways. Um, I'm just, that Hawkeye show was so bad. I didn't watch it. I tried to. Yeah. Uh, I'm just calling a pause on any Disney Plus shows unless I hear they're absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for the whole thing to come out too. Well, Captain America Winter, not Captain Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, was still just super average. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, I think, and that's been probably the third best one. Yeah, I, Loki is the only one that had me truly gripped. Loki was good. Loki was for sure good. WandaVision. Uh, when I skipped the the filler of the first three episodes, yeah, it was great. It, pe- it peaked good. in the middle. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then, okay for Falcon Winter Children, just meh. Right. Um. But Thor: Love and Thunder, yeah, outstanding. Knocked it out of the park. Um. I think a lot of people are pro- like they course corrected and made it quippy, made it Thor f- funny. And I love it because Chris Hemsworth has got great comedic chops, so it For works. Sure. Um, I don't want to say backpedal, but I think we're at the furthest that pendulum needs to swing. Yes. If it gets much goofier, it might jump the shark. I think a lot of people feel like it already has, just from a lot of the reviews. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yeah, some of the jokes maybe didn't land as well as like Ragnarok and stuff like that, but 
Yeah, this is as far as I want it to go, for sure. Mm-hmm. You can bring it back a little bit more serious, but it doesn't have to go full serious. That's that's kind of where I'm at. But dial it back to Ragnarok. Yeah. Because I think the single best Thor we ever got was Infinity War, him making an entrance. Because yeah. that was sick. That was fantastic. Uh, that's post-Ragnarok. That's Thor coming back. I should aim for the head. Like, yeah. you know, getting serious when he needed to get serious, but being funny when he wanted to be funny. Infinity War Endgame. Because Endgame's the should aim for the head type stuff. Or I should have him being mad at himself for not aiming for the head. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I am thinking Infinity War because that okay, takes place yeah, right yeah. after Ragnarok because yes. he's got the haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they play the Led Zeppelin song when yep. he comes into the battle yep, and yep, he yep. nukes all those uh, oh, hey, super, parademons. Super powerful. Yeah, they are parademons. Yeah, for they're, sure. they're basically parademons. Um, anybody who's yelling at their computer, I do know that parademons are a DC <laughs> thing. Um, just Ugh. Thanos and. Apocalypse are basically the same person. Dark side. Dark side. Thank yeah. you. Dark side and Apocalypse are just literally the same person. Pretty much, yeah. Thanos is just Apocalypse is his planet. Yep. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Infinity War Thor is best Thor. Uh he's got some joke in him, but it's it's also You'll die. I know, but will it kill me? Like you yeah. got some still good comedy not, in there. Not unless it kills me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um so, I mean, yeah, he's got some good comedy, and he's got like, it's clearly he's doing comedy to cover up his his pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's logical for the character. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what the audience wants. Yeah, and I'm not saying this Thor isn't logical for the character. I, it makes no, sense, I agree. But yeah, but it, if we go much further, yeah, you could have had they could have added some stuff in, in my opinion, that made it a little maybe more serious at times. Maybe stretch it out, put a. a Show us, show us Gore killing some more gods. <laughs> yeah, well, this movie, the two, the one thing both of us agreed on on the way out of the theater mm-hmm. was pacing. Yeah. Pacing was fast. This was a fast movie. It is the shortest, I think, or one of the shortest. It's also the fourth most expensive. That's surprising. Lena yeah. Headey's already suing them. No, suing Lena Headey's getting sued by her management group or something. Yeah, yeah, but she's now suing Disney. Oh, that seems like a poor choice. Yeah, fighting. I think we learned from Halo that humanity can only fight battles on one front at a time. Exactly. Uh, That is a deep reference. Um, Um, But we get just a lot of great in this. Um, You know, I what I would wanted to have seen is a you know a little bit more in the beginning. You know, five more minutes with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Build that out a little bit more. Make it feel more. They did a good job of feeling like Thor needed to be pushed away. And they really implied that they kept Thor around for a while. Give me a little bit more of the story of Thor being a good team member. Yeah, or a bad was, team member. Well, a team member worth keeping around. Right. Because all we saw was reasons to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, give me a little bit more action on uh, Omnipotent City. Uh, give me a little bit more with... Um, Gore the God Butcher killing some people. And I think most of all, give me a little bit more of uh, Natalie Portman. Like, yeah. that Taika Waititi does a really good job of balancing heavy tones and light tones. Like, he did, uh, is it Jojo Rabbit? Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I was thinking Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm nope. thinking I was misremembering. But Jojo takes the Holocaust and adds yeah. comedic chops to it. Very good at walking that tightrope. 
don't think he did as good a job here. No, I would Because we have uh, Natalie Portman having cancer, and we just don't, we, you know. It's a plot point at the beginning and then at the end. Yeah, and we don't really get a fleshed out story with it throughout no. the middle. Like, I think we needed more of her when she first started, when she first claimed the hammer. Yeah, or at least show her kind of faltering a little bit more during the middle. Yes. Uh, make it like, oh, it's getting heavier to do this. I have some other things about the hammer that I want to talk about, but well, uh, yeah. To, uh, well, yeah, go for it. I was just gonna not not at the moment, I guess. I was gonna say also the phase by runtime. I don't know if you'd seen that. Uh, phase four so far is six films and seven shows, and it's about fifty hours, which is more than the combined total of the other two three phases. Wow. Yeah. That needs to not be a thing. Correct. Slow down the content, in fact. You know, that's the the craziest part of looking at that visual representation is Feige said that the biggest issue with Star Wars was putting out too much content too fast. Uh Uh-huh. And then he said, hold my fucking beer, let's do it faster. Yeah. Operation Warp Speed's not just for vaccines, people. Nope. They're they're jumping through the multiverse. You know what I actually... Glad you mentioned that. Oh. I'm glad to have a movie that didn't have the multiverse mentioned. Yeah. For, for the first time in a while. That was fun. I'm really, I love the multiverse. I'm hoping to get a direction, just refreshing to not have it be a central plot point. Yeah. I mean, in this, the plot point is, you know, you've got a mortal who meets a god who's just an asshole. Uh, he kills that god and then says, all gods got to die. They're all assholes. It feels is like, he wrong? I don't think he's wrong in this movie. <laughs> no, Thor's not an asshole. Other than Thor. Odin wasn't an asshole. Odin was an asshole a little bit. Not in his later years. Not in his later years, but the Omnipotent City? Assholes. Loki was incestuous, not an asshole. <laughs> Look, I'm saying, I think Gore's got a point. I think this is, I I think, think this is I better think, done in humans. Yes. Um... <laughs> No one's going to know that because no one watched Inhumans. <laughs> yes. I Yeah, I didn't even try to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just... I like Gore, I like Gore the God Butcher's motivations. Yeah. I think I think one of the best pacing that they did was a very artistic opening oh, yeah. with Gore the God Butcher's story. They, yes. that, that felt like the only appropriately paced portion of the movie at some, in some regards. I would say up until... He got to the little oasis and the the sword and the killing part. Yes. Because it was like, oh, quip, 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 exposition. Oh, you have the sword. Look, it's covering you. Oh, you've killed me. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah, we still can't do big people yeah. CGI next no, to normal people. There is some weird CGI in this movie, too. Taika Waititi and Natalie Portman on their press junkets yeah. were making fun of how they messed up the CGI. It wasn't, I, it's, uh, and that, uh, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I did see that, which is also kind oh. of shitty that you're shitting on the. Another pacing thing. Yeah. I wanted more of Tessa Thompson. Love yeah. her character. The, prior to this movie coming out, after like Thor Ragnarok or when this movie was announced, she was like, oh yeah, Valkyrie's now king. Uh, her next steps are going to be getting a, a queen or, you know, finding, finding a partner there. Mm-hmm. Didn't do any of that. Nope. And they have some panel or whatever where some fans like, how gay is the movie? And you got uh, Natalie Portman going, so gay. 
It's not. It's not. It's not very gay. Um, but who cares? Like it tells it's, a good. It tells a good story. That's. It pa- tells a fine story. That's pandering. It tells a fine story. That's pandering in the press. I would agree. Ta- it is for sure. And Taika Waititi, uh, I you know I don't know. So we are now. This is the 29th movie. Okay. We've never had a director's cut. Yeah, and he doesn't want to do a director's well, cut. Well, no, no, no. But okay. I don't... Is it a Disney thing? Oh, probably. Like, are they supposed to just shut that down as soon as it comes up in press junkets? Because Taika Waititi, when asked about all of the missing footage, yeah. said director's cuts are stupid and never better. Which is a incorrect. Yeah, that's a broadly blanket incorrect statement. Yeah. It, it and I'm, I'm thinking that's sure. a contractual thing with Disney. Yeah. I would I would guess that there's no director's cuts for any of these. No. The, the cut that is released is the director's cut, and by that I mean the studio cut. Yeah. And there's no cuts other than the studio cut. Yeah. 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 I just I thought it was strange, and you're right. I think it's weird that Tessa Thompson and uh, Taika were shitting on this in their press junkets. Yeah. I get it though. You, I you, do. You're getting out in front of it, and Taika's always kind of been an asshole with the press. Yeah. That's true. Um, He's kind of like the Nick Saban of directors. He knows he does a good job and hates answering questions. Yeah, that's I would agree with that. Although a little bit of it kind of made me think like, do you care about this movie? It feels like you're just here because you did well with Ragnarok and Disney's like you have to come back and you're like okay. Uh, yeah, I'd have you to. You seem I'd, tired of it. Yeah. Well, he's probably miserable he's probably with tired all of the questions. The yeah. And probably with Disney's insane security and like. Yeah, it makes sense. I bet you he's on the phone with Feige or one of Feige's guys like for two hours before every interview yeah. where they're like, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about this. Two weeks ago, you didn't talk about it, but you got too close. Right. Like, and he's just like, God damn. Yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that stuff happening. Um, I try, you know, they've got an easier life than we do. Yeah. But their life comes with extra complications, and I totally get death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I try and sympathize with like, we don't like to publicly speak in general. Yes. They're doing it to a million people. That's very true. That would be hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of probably having a whole bunch of rules they've got to remember and things they've got to stay away from. Yeah. I could imagine being irritated, answering a lot of questions. Absolutely. Or just being a Tom Holland and just accidentally saying it. Yeah. 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 That too. Um, the movie <laughs> on the, on the movie. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Russell Crowe? Uh, I thought he was fine. Who I accidentally called Gerard Butler in the you movie. You did. You did. Uh, I thought he was fine. Um, I was watching the uh, Mr. Sunday Movies uh, Weekly Planet podcast on the way over here. And they brought up that Gerard... Uh, damn it. Now you got me doing it. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Thank you. Is doing a semi-stereotypical accent from Australia for a lot of the, like any Greek restaurant that opened up like fast food or chain restaurant that opened up in Australia had a commercial of an Australian dude trying to do a Greek accent. And it's sounding like that. Oh, that's amazing. It's got a little bit of that going on. (laughs) I want Russell Crowe to get back into shape. Yeah. I don't like fat Russell Crowe. I liked him in nice guys. Yes. If he stays a little thicker for a sequel to nice guys, nice guys too. I'm okay with that, but they make like, them nice guys too. I'm okay with whatever they do. I yeah, but I want to see him get into some good shape again because yeah. I enjoy him in Gladiator, and I don't like him turning into John Travolta <laughs> or Jean Claude Van Damme. That's fair. Yeah. Well, 
I'm just I'm I'm on a tear. Just I'm just being ruthless <laughs> to these actors today. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, I feel like it's probably Russ Crowe's just like you know what? I made my I've money. made my money. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. Definitely what it is. Do whatever's fun. I'm gonna eat whatever I want or drink as much as I want. Um. I enjoyed his character. You know what I really liked about his character is that he didn't have this bravado and just completely ignoring the problem. Yeah. Like when he got down oh, to, yeah. he actually just said, no, I'm fucking terrified of Gore the God Butcher. That's why yeah. I'm staying here. He's like, yeah, they don't, he don't know where we are. Yeah. Fuck, he'll never get there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed the beats uh, for that. For sure. I heard somebody say Omnipotent City took too long. I, like, I would disagree for sure. Yeah, I think it took too short. Yeah, it was inter- yeah. it was interesting in the beginning. I guess maybe the conversation with Zeus had some beats that could have been shortened a second or two, but like overall, I'm in. I I think what I think the issue is if I'm trying to put myself in someone like that shoes, it took too long because it was just that one scene. If it's multiple scenes, it would feel better. Well, and it felt MacGuffin-y, probably. Oh, it feels very MacGuffin-y. And then that you don't, you don't really... do jack shit either. Exactly. You don't really come away with a whole lot with it. They get Zeus's Thunderbolt, and it's like, ooh, ooh, we got the I same... I wanted to see Zeus's Thunderbolt somehow combine with Stormbreaker. Yeah. Or do something cool. Mm-hmm. Like, super... Oh. Honestly... Sorry. Go for it. Uh, no, you go first, because I'm getting off topic. Okay. I was going to move farther into a plot point of the movie... Which is uh, that Stormbreaker is the key to getting... Gore needs Stormbreaker to get to... Uh, Eternity. Eternity. We were both heading towards Stormbreaker, vastly different directions. I was going to say that I really enjoyed the bit that Mjolnir is the oh, ex-girlfriend. Yes. The Mjolnir-Stormbreaker <laughs> thing, I did enjoy a lot. That, that was great. I was going to say the Stormbreaker thing is like... It should have been the lightning bolt, I think, that was the key to getting to Eternity. That would make mm-hmm. more sense than the weapon that was only just recently made. Why are there carvings of it from the past or whatever as well, instructions? To, to be get fair, there? Stormbreaker is an old design, right? But also, Thor got real lucky that it's the uh, Bifrost that opens the way to eternity. Well, and not and some literally any other magic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. Do you think because Odin could command the Bifrost, right? So it makes sense. He's the head of a pantheon. Yeah. Do you think there's a Zeus version of that that would, could open it? I would assume. And I could see. We're really making some leaps here. Mm. Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Thor is out and about. Yeah. I can't find Zeus. Yeah. I can't find Jupiter. I can't. You know, he can't find the heads of. Th- I'm wondering if there's not a way to access it from the head of each pantheon. Maybe. And if Stormbreaker and the Bifrost falling onto o- uh, Thor, son of Odin. Yeah. Was the easiest path of least resistance? Maybe because he's been gallivanting around the cosmos. He's got to be as well known as any god locationally. True. Yeah, that's a good point. And using the Bifrost to travel everywhere. So it's if you know that the Bifrost is a way through the gate, and you know he's gallivanting around the universe, you kind of go. I think he's probably the guy to go after. Yeah. Finding Zeus in a needle in a haystack is going to be a harder kill. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. There, the more I think about this it, this is the more Civil War, like, coming up with Plan yeah. 23. Exactly. Ah. Anyways, what you were talking about, yes. The uh, love triangle between Thor and Stormbreaker and Mjolnir mm-hmm. is very fun. Uh, Yo, the, Natalie Portman 
doing the shotgun blast with Mjolnir. Very cool. Sick. That was that was a really cool scene. Like that, just that spectacle. It is a little like Tony Stark's got the little rockets that shoot out of his shoulders. Mm-hmm. But you know they all got lasers oh, at this point. The it's way fine. that she it's like reaches, like we have seen. I think we're gonna see now that Thor has got Mjolnir back and it has that power set. Oh yeah. Probably the most powerful Thor we've seen before. Absolutely. Because imagine if he adds his thund- that thunderclap he did in Ragnarok yeah. on each one of those pieces Ooh. and just rains fire. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm here for that. To a Led Zeppelin song. I'm thinking rock and roll. <laughs> they got to. They got to do another one. Um, yeah, no, that'd be fantastic. I'm absolutely here for that. I, I All I was going to say was the... But the reasoning behind Jane getting Thor powers is also a little iffy to me when I think about it more. Because it's Thor being like, you promised me you'd go protect her, buddy. One, is Mjolnir a, like a dog, a pet? Or is it like got a Sim- conscience? I think it's a semi-sentient okay. structure. All right. So is also, I guess, Stormbreaker conscience, semi-sentient? Yeah, I would assume so, All right. based on what we're seeing. That one makes more sense because of the uh, Groot like Yeah. But uh, Thor tells the hammer to protect Jane, and it disappears for like a decade while well, she gets cancer. Well, no, it she the, oh, it's she actively it, killing her, but it's actively killing her now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you didn't do a good job there, buddy. You helped for a little bit, and then you immediately started hurting. I think the beat they're going for, but I do absolutely agree with your take. Is she keeps throwing herself into danger, so I'm going to give her the power of Thor. Yeah, that makes sense, but yeah. I don't know. But, no, I do see that as a... I recognize that's a plot hole. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's pulled straight from the comics. Oh, yeah. At yeah. least. I'm fine with that. Um, We got some great 80s homages. Oh, yeah. Um, the crushing effect that's used in the Dark Dimension or whatever is... Um, yes. Yeah, that... Very reminiscent of 80s, like, Godzilla, big monster movies... Um, where they use the shadows to hide that the animatronics and the suits didn't look all that good. Yep. It just looks spectacular because you made good look more ambiguously horrific. Um, oh, the kids. The kids actually getting used as a plot point. Yes. And not just, all right, found the kids. Zoom them away. Now I'm going to fight Gore. The fact that they had to actually fight and they participated oh, yeah. in the final battle. like. Actively being a part of that final battle. Yeah, was cool. so much more satisfying. Absolutely. Um, I don't know why or where Gore was whenever Heimdall's son was teleconferencing in Chris Hemsworth, uh, Thor. Probably looking for eternity. I think I thought he already knew. Essentially, he had his little uh, rock planet, dark dimension planet. Yeah, I remember that. The rock planet is not where eternity was at. Right, but that's where they were heading to in the cage. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're they're clearly talking, and you've shown up a little bit. Are you popping out to go kill gods? Where are you during all this? I don't know. That was that was a little weird to me. Um, Plot conveniencing. Yeah, a lot of the movie is that. I mean, but I I agree with you know it's kind of one of those things where I agree with you, but at the same time I'm like it's not that big. If we break down every single aspect of it, Gore would have just killed the kids. Yeah, and then gone back for the hammer. Oh, for sure. Because Asgardians are children of the gods. I. What are gods? <laughs> what are gods in the Marvel Universe? All I don't them, understand. Technically, I think all the Asgardians... I don't think they are gods. Or I it, think they're just sort of strong people. 
And are they aliens that their gods just decided to live amongst them? I guess so. Yeah. That seems more accurate. Yeah, but like... Otherwise... Oh, we've seen Thor bleed red, but they made it very clear that all the gods bleed gold Yeah. in this. They did a lot of backtracking on stuff in this. So I guess Thor... Is Thor a god? He's supposed to be. Is Odin is a god, and I he guess he didn't Th- turn into gold dust, did he? No, he, Odin he turned into gold he dust. Did, did. His wife didn't know, That's but true. his wife is a witch from a multiversal dimension, right? So I guess is Thor half god, technically? Maybe part witch. I guess he'd be a de- demigod, warlock, whatever. I don't know. I, what are gods though? They they seem like just superheroes. They they have superpowers. Mm-hmm. They're just normal people that have some extra durability and superpowers. Yeah, some weird superpower. Um, no, I agree. But they're having people sa- get because the, Valkyri- the Valkyries aren't gods. Yeah, that's made pretty clear multiple times. Well, yeah, that makes sense. They're not gods. Hell talks about how do you worship those gods? Yeah, to Tessa Thompson's character at one True. point, implying that she's not also one. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Asgardians are uh, aliens whose gods have decided to live among them. Yeah. I'm okay with that reasoning. Uh, No, I'm fine with that. I don't understand. Were they also sacrificing people? Who, Asgard? Yeah. Yeah, they were sacrificing the blood of their enemies. Their, Their whole religion was based around dying in battle. You think they quit just fighting? Fair, but like... We see multiple times... In every Thor movie leading yeah. up to this, that the Asgardians are involved on a cl- conflict in one of the Southern Realms. Yeah. They are constantly at war. Okay, so they I'm are an go aggressive back, species. I'm going to go back to my statement about all the gods are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be sacrificing that many mortals <laughs> and not be an asshole. Well, if the mortals are sacrificing mortals, does it count as the gods being assholes? Yes. If they're doing it in the name of the gods. If I have a god that imbued if me with they him. are real and out there and literally just watching like, hey, I got money on. They're going to do more for me than you. Then yes, they're assholes. Well, so let me let me pitch it to you this way. All right. Going to get canceled again. Cool. If I had a god who imbued me with it, the immense strength that the Asgardians had. Uh-huh. He said, you got to keep up your sacrifices. Right. And that could be your people or somebody else's people. I'm going to go get me some other people. <laughs> I'm not using my people Ugh. in this completely archaic. Fair. <laughs> Fair, I guess. Ugh. In D&D, when the cursed item demands blood, it's never of the party members. That's true. <laughs> Until it is. Until it is. Ugh. Anyways, back to the... <laughs> so... We got two post credit scenes, unless there's anything else that you want to touch on. If we're going to jump to the post credit scenes, let's talk about the ending. Because I also yes, have a yes, problem yes. with okay. Gore's Wish. With Gore's Wish? Yes. Okay. I I liked Gore's Wish because I thought the easy cop-out was going to be... They subverted expectations because I assumed that it was going to be wishing away Natalie Portman's cancer. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I... That's fair. I, I already knew. I guessed she was going to die. Mm-hmm. I put her in a YouTube video somewhere. I wanted her to die because I don't really care for... Like, there's... It, it yeah. co- overcomplicates things for that character to continue to exist. Yeah. A little bit. Um, it's Taika Waititi being like, I'm going to make a Thor that's in love. Something that the fans have never seen. One and two are Thor in love. 
Mm-hmm. That is what those movies are. I like this though because this movie's closure. I'm fine with it too. It's yeah. definitely closure. But uh, so yeah, the ending. You got the big fight. You get to eternity, and it's definitely the volume technology that they're using in the Disney Plus Star Wars shows. The volume technology. The volume is a big screen that's displaying a picture, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like a picture really. But it also doesn't look fully there sometimes. Sometimes it looks like you are in that world, and sometimes it's like hmm, this feels like a green screen, green screen, but with more steps. Okay, it's supposed to better immerse the actors in mm-hmm. a scene, so you're not just standing in front of a green wall. Like they're standing in that room and they see whatever is around them in eternity, whatever the background. Okay, is. but uh, sometimes it sometimes it's like that's very clearly that because okay. it's a little claustrophobic. I didn't catch that, but there are definitely some scenes where you're filming gore. Yeah. Where now that you're mentioning it, the screens are the shots are tight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes that, sense. The Thor, him popping out with the lightning bolt at the very end to go fight Gore. Mm-hmm. I, that little scene in the garden, I would guess, is probably also on that, if not just a green screen in general. Okay. Um, but, uh, anyways, they're there. It's very, yeah. The, Gore's wish was going to be kill all the gods. Mm hmm. Thor convinces him not to by being a good person. Good. Fine with that. Goodness. Uh, Gore's next wish then is, I'm going to bring just my daughter back. Yes. What about your wife? What about your whole civilization? Mm-hmm. What, sorry. What about, what about your whole civilization? I was looking at a candle. What about literally anyone else that, that your daughter knows and would be able to care for her? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were going to wipe out all the gods, so I can assume you can bring back two people with one wish. I think we might... We have no idea about the wish mechanics, but they seem kind of limitless if it's kill all gods, save one person. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what mental arguments he had with Shinron. Well, you know what the argument was? Was, well, that's uh, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. So we've got to put Chris Hemsworth's daughter with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, is that actually, his, actually daughter? his daughter? Yeah. Uh, all the you know all the kids were uh, children of the actors. I didn't, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's I, nice. when I found out about that, I was kind of like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, the daughter of eternity or whatever. Gore's daughter is uh, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. I liked. Cr- I'm uh, fine with it, but it, I'm Korg. just laughing about it. I liked Korg's uh, monologuing the whole thing. I yeah, I didn't mind that. That was yeah. fun. Well, and because it came back to center with the, uh, with him na- naming the movie at the end and yes. saying they called them Thor- Love and Thunder. I did like the title drop there at the yeah, end. Yeah, that that got me excited. I, I also could have been fine with uh, Korg dying mid-movie. I did not want Korg to die. I, I think he kind of just seemed like he didn't need to be there sometimes. I enjoy Korg, and That's everything fine. he says makes me laugh. That's fair. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It, it wasn't like a, I need him to die. It was like a, that'd be more fitting. Yeah. It, it, the, the weight the, stays. The, yeah. The, the stakes would feel more real if Corton died yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, well, uh, post credits, post credits. Uh, let's talk about the second post credits first. Mm-hmm. Cause I think the first one is the bigger drop. This one got spoiled for me. Oh, Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, Hey, Natalie Portman's not, Dead, dead. She's in Valhalla. I heard somebody say this today, uh-huh. and I'm stealing it because I think it's a good way to put it. Do it. 
would have loved to see Idris Elba looking down from Valhalla in like a movie or two. Yeah. And that's how we learned Natalie Portman's there. Yeah. Rather than wasted on this in credit scene. Because it's also like, all right, well, then now that doesn't have any weight. I would love for Thor to be shit talking Idris Elba <laughs> to, to, <his> son. to <laughs> Axel and pan up to Valhalla and Heimdall just like grunting and just Natalie like, Portman and go in the background going, would Thor say this time? Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. It just like film it now and just save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Be more fun, carry more weight, kind yeah. of can it serve as more of a callback. It would make this movie have more weight to not see Natalie Portman. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're very much on the same page there. Um would have loved to see Odin up there too. Yeah. If we're gonna have one, we should have had more. I'm gonna go ahead and guess uh COVID restrictions. Think that I had a big issue on a whole lot of this movie. Um, Big impact, sorry. Also think um, Anthony Hopkins is probably expensive to get that for 30 too. seconds. That too. Uh, I don't know what he's doing these days. It's probably hard for them to just run by and be like, hey. We need you for literally. 50 bucks. Stand in front of the screen. And say, just, you don't have to do anything. Just yeah. stand there. You can wait if you want. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Second, post-credit one, Roy Kent, Roy Kent, he's here, he's there, he's fucking everywhere. Yeah, they got Roy Kent. I want Thor 5 to be... I don't think they're going to do it in Thor 5, but I'm also down for that. I would love for Thor 5 to be Thor versus Hercules. I think they'll do it in a movie before then, Mm -hmm. but I'm also fine with that. You know what I... Is the actor. One of the things, I'm not convinced he's a real person. Um, <laughs> he doesn't uh, look like a real person. He doesn't look like a real person. Thing. He looks like a CGI person. Yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm really liking that. It, we're getting multiverse content. And it's yep. trickling out. And we're, be, we're being yep. force-fed yep. a lot of little bites. Oh, it. yeah. We're also getting a massive universe oh, in God, Phase yeah. 4. Like People are like, Phase 4 You know, doesn't feel like it's building like phase three was i'm like well phase three was the third arc of the hero's journey yeah phase four is the setup again is setting up except for instead of having earth as a stage we're having a multiversal universe but we're also getting our universe fleshed out in an incredible way because we've got um thanos's brother son in eternals we've got we've got the eternals we've got celestials the celestials i meant um well, also the Eternals. Yeah, you got them too. Now we know that's a massive network of androids. Yeah. Um, like, we've expanded so far past just Earth. We've got scrolls now. Yep. Uh, I had scrolls. We had scrolls yeah. phase three. I kind of forgot that that was phase three. Uh, but they're going to they're gonna get flushed out in whatever the Marvel's movie is, I think. Yeah. And now we're getting, like, uh, the Olympian god, the pan- yeah. pantheon. We get more... From there. Strong space people. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling them gods anymore. They're strong space people. <laughs> I, I'm okay with your opinion on that. I think that's that makes more sense at this point. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, if it's a big circle, phase one, two, and three form a full circle. Phase four is covering that phase one spot again. Mm-hmm. Just we already know some stuff. Yes. It's, yeah, we're we're getting everything well, flushed it's, out. You know, everybody's like the first Transformers movie was better than the second. I'm like, eh, if you had a zero movie where all the characters were introduced, one wouldn't be that good. Like, yeah. Uh, um, 
I, I think it's definitely heading towards a secret war, secret wars type of thing. Yes. I think we get Victor Von Doom, some Fantastic Four stuff coming up. That I'm guessing Killmonger's not dead. I think he is dead. I think they're going to stick with it. I'm curious if they do because yeah. of the Chadwick Boseman thing. Yeah. I, they might pull some Same. multiverse like, stuff and pull him from another universe, maybe. Yeah. But, but you think ours is dead? I think ours is dead. Okay. Um, you know what I would... Actually, a great way to bring him back would be a multiverse version where Wakanda's fallen. Yeah. And Chad... And, uh, Michael B. Jordan took up the mantle after Chadwick Boseman. He, he realized the error of his ways or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great. Or they, hell, they grew up alongside each other and he took up the mantle yeah, after too. it was passed on. Yeah. Have him be actually like, yeah, we were friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he doesn't have to do all the makeup with the uh, body scarring. True. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. That movie also went through a lot of development hell, but hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know... They're going to do the best of what they have, but... I think a lot of people are just like... Unfortunately, the expectations are expecting everything to be in-game when on top of the movies just being generally smaller scale, COVID just banged them up. Oh, yeah, it absolutely fucked everyone up there. It it ruined a lot of plans, I'm sure. I don't know. We'll we'll get get their plan coming up with Comic-Con, I guess, but... Yeah, it's. I, I did actually hear that Doctor Doom, uh, or Victor Von Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom is rumored to be in one of the upcoming movies. That's so we're gonna get like a fantastic. Fan- yeah, so we're yeah. gonna get a Fantastic Four at some point. Right, I'm saying outside of Fantastic yeah. Four, and he might show up. That means we'll probably get Krasinski back. Maybe I know he doesn't have any contracts yet. Yeah, but- that was that was fully. Uh, it that was Sam Raimi, I think, going to Feige and being like. The people want it. The people want this. They can put whoever they want in there if they want them or not. I'm fine with them. I know a lot of people aren't, though, recently. They, they, Fuck them. Yeah, they kind of went with the, he didn't give off smartest man in the room vibes or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. It, it's because in the past, like, 10 years of comics, Reed right. Richards has not been a pretty discompassionate kid. Like, yeah. in the early run of the comics, he's more like what Krasinski portrayed. Yeah. In the most recent runs, he's pretty calculating and a villain half the time. Yes. That is very true. So, I think there's probably a lo- some recency bias where they're like, he's not like F- Mr. Fantastic. He's not like the Mr. Fantastic you're used to reading. Exactly. And it'll be fine. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, same. Uh, you got anything else, or do we rate it? Let's rate it. All righty. What are you giving it? Um, I'm going to pull up the Google Doc <laughs> spreadsheet. Uh, I'm, I'd probably give it like a 81, maybe a 78. I'm somewhere on that side of the fence. Really? That's lower than I would have expected. I enjoyed it. It's definitely Ragnarok, this, uh, Thor 1, Thor the Dark Thor. I think Ragnarok for me is like a 95. Yeah, Ragnarok's really high up there. I, uh-huh. I think this is good, but it's a still like a big step down for from that for me. I could be I had too high of expectations. Right. But I'm giving this an 86. All right. I felt I felt good about this movie. I feel I felt like this movie was very much Marvel getting right back on the right track. Eternal Eternals didn't do it for me. Oh god no. Eternals yeah. did not do it for anyone. Yeah, and I liked the world building, but it was exposition the movie. Yeah. Uh, you could say that this one was quips and exposition the movie yeah. with fight scenes. With, but 
but I enjoyed it and I laughed. That's fair. I did enjoy it. So it, it gets the bonus there. Yeah, mission accomplished movie. You did yes. what you set out to you, do. You were entertaining. All right, cool. Um, we have no idea what we're doing next time. Nope. It's probably going to be nope, honestly, at this rate. Or maybe we get to Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Or just try. anything else. Um, but we'll see you guys next time.